Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us on this Monday as we break down the NFL schedule. And I got to tell you, a lot of people out there deserve an awful lot of credit as you break down the NFL season coming to a close. College football was safely completed, as was high school football in many different parts of the country where people actually looked at the data and made intelligent decisions. How wild is it that for all of the doom and gloom out there, for everybody, many of whom were in the sports media and spent months telling you it was impossible to play football, how wild is it that we played the NFL, college football, and high school football and there wasn't a single case of COVID transmitted during a football game. In fact, there still isn't a record of COVID being transmitted during any sporting event, period. But football in particular, which is so physical and involves so much physical contact in terms of blocking and tackling for it not to happen, is phenomenal, I think. Also... Where are all the Corona bros out there who told us 
that playing football was impossible because of all the death that would ensue, all of the coaches and all of the players in football everywhere that is complete in the fall and in the winter season for high school, college, and pro football, not one serious hospitalization or death related to COVID in the entire country connected to football is an incredible accomplishment. And it's exactly what the data told you was likely to happen if you had actually been willing to look at the data. So this, to me, is an incredible triumph of football in general and the NFL in particular as we break down the Super Bowl. Think about this. Think about the NFL managing to complete the entirety of their schedule. All 32 teams play 16 games, and we do it on schedule. Even I, who was an optimist by far compared to your average person out there, never believed that the NFL would be able to play their entire schedule, all of it, on complete schedule. It's one of the most remarkable achievements in NFL history. All of the players, coaches, and league executives, including Commissioner Roger Goodell, who gets criticized and raked over the coals for everything, deserve a tremendous amount of accomplishment for this performance and being able to find a way to get it done. It is absolutely remarkable. And how about all the Corona bros out there like Peter King, who you remember came on this show talking about how impossible it was for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to be given any praise at all. How about Peter King king of the corona bros being willing to travel to florida to cover a college football game i mean sorry the nfl game a lot of people also covered college football games who argued it wasn't safe to play uh, football how about the hypocrisy in that it's not safe to play football and yet they find it safe enough to travel all the way to florida to cover a football game from the press box it was remarkable. I also loved all the people, the blue checkmark brigade out there. If you saw them on social media, they were losing their minds over the fact that there were a lot of people in the stadium. I think it should have been a full stadium. I think that the NFL should have filled the entire stadium with vaccinated uh, vaccinated healthcare workers. That's the argument I made a couple of months ago and have made it several times on this show. I think it would have been remarkable to have a completely full stadium all with vaccinated healthcare workers to send the message about the importance of getting back to normalcy in this country uh, as the vaccine is spread across the entirety of the country. By the way, speaking of which, uh, I'm not sure how every state is getting the vaccine distributed, but my parents are both 75 years old They got their vaccine on Friday here in the state of Tennessee where I live. My father-in-law has gotten the vaccine in Michigan where he lives. uh, And uh, both doses of the vaccine, by the way. But I asked my parents how it went. They got their vaccine. They didn't have to get out of the car. They pulled up, got the windows rolled down, 
like I said, my mom and my dad are both 75 years old. So they're just a lot of places are eligible if you're 75 and up. They rolled down their window. They got the vaccine through the car window right in the arm said it took about eight to 10 minutes, was flawless. They're scheduled to go back and get the second vaccine on February 26th. And given the fact that if you look at the data, almost everyone who is suffering severely from COVID is 75 and up. Once we vaccinate everybody who is 75 and up, presuming that the vaccines work, it's past time to get back to normalcy in this country. And uh, I was impressed hearing my mom and dad talk about how smooth the process was. They go right back to the same place on February 26th and get their second vaccine. But again, once we have vaccinated pretty much everybody 75 and up, it's past time to get back to almost 100% normalcy. Way past time. Because again, the people dying with COVID, and I say with COVID because almost no one is dying of COVID exclusively. The average person who is dying is dying with over two, often over three comorbidities in place and is elderly. Once we get everybody 75 and up vaccinated, presuming that the vaccines work, this COVID story should be effectively over. It really should. Now, it's going to continue to filter down to younger people as well uh, in terms of the availability of the vaccine. But if you look at the data, the people who are dying with COVID are massively overrepresented in the 75 and up population. So once we get everybody 75 and up vaccinated, and I know 70 and up and then 65 and up, that's the way that I would focus, uh, get all the senior citizens vaccinated then this thing is effectively over in terms of all the fear porn out there. But credit to the NFL and college football and high school football associations who all got this done. And shame, by the way, on all the states out there that didn't allow high school football, for instance, to take place like the state of Virginia, I believe, uh, the state of New York, uh, the state of California, Lots of places out there that kept their kids from playing despite there being zero deaths, zero deaths or serious hospitalizations from any high school, college, or pro football player anywhere in this nation. I mean, zero is is a tough number to beat. That's what they managed to accomplish. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. By the way, uh, Eddie, is Brady the unquestionably best pro sports team athlete of all time? There's a little bunch of qualifiers in there. But again, because inevitably when you talk about this, there are going to be people who say, well, what about Michael Phelps? What about Serena? What about Roger Federer? What about Rafael Nadal? A lot of different individual sports stars that are out there that people could point to and say, well, they're the greatest. So I think you have to qualify it with pro team sports. I don't think there's any doubt anymore. Brady is on an island by himself. And then I think Jordan is number two. And then I think there's a big gap to anyone else. 
Yeah, I, I guess there there could be people out there who will make the argument that in basketball, Michael Jordan is a bigger part of those wins, I guess, because there aren't as many people involved. I would take the flip side approach on that. It's harder in football because there are more people involved and there are more variables involved as a quarterback. So I would be with you. I would side on Tom Brady in this. I think the the the, the end of the argument for my perspective is seven titles is more than any team has in the NFL that that to me just kind of shuts the door on any argument for anything else I mean what Brady has achieved he's won seven Super Bowls nobody else in the Super Bowl era has been to more than five John Elway went to five he went two and three in them obviously Joe Montana went four and oh in his Super Bowls we can run through the other performances but this, to me, was the absolute capstone. And by the way, Brady's not done. I mean, based on the way he played this year with over 50 touchdown passes, the most for any quarterback ever to win the Super Bowl, it's not just that he was there. There are quarterbacks who, at the end of their career, can get dragged across the line to win another Super Bowl. Peyton Manning is an example. Putting the Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady debate to bed forever, I was a guy who was always a Peyton Manning fan. Peyton Manning has been retired long enough now that he was a first ballot Hall of Fame inductee at the Super Bowl when Tom Brady goes out and wins his seventh Super Bowl. Manning has been retired now for five years. He shows up for the Super Bowl Brady is still there, and he wins another one. It's a flat-out incredible performance. Danny G, is he the greatest of all time? It's an interesting debate because it's not exactly apples to apples, as you were just talking with Eddie. And Eddie slightly changed my mind because that's the point I was going to make about Michael Jordan being a, a bigger part of his team's success on the floor all the time. Uh, man, it, you know, and as little kids, we watched Michael Jordan fly through the air like Superman. So it's hard to use that word athlete and not think of Michael Jordan as the best athlete of all time. Yeah, I, 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 I don't even see it as a debate anymore. I mean, I loved watching Michael Jordan play, but the best American team sport athlete of all time now is Tom Brady. If you factor, I mean, Michael Jordan when he retired from the Bulls and decided to come back, didn't come back with the Wizards and suddenly win a championship with them. That's what Tom Brady basically has done. But wouldn't you agree that you have more mileage on you as a basketball player? I mean, how many miles they run during one game and they have more games? You you can't exactly compare the two sports. I, I think you can compare the longevity of dominance and winning championships I, I, I don't think that Jordan has an argument against Brady anymore. I really don't. Now, I mean, Michael Jordan is a better athlete in the context of he's a better runner and jumper, right? I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But in terms of performance in the clutch with nobody else even in the same category, I mean, Brady has doubled up on every other person who has ever played in the NFL at the quarterback position. And I I just, I mean, I think you look at what Brady did here, coming and taking over a 7-9 and team and turning them into 
a Super Bowl champion team, I just I, I don't think it's even remotely difficult. I'll put it up. But you're uh, just going off of championships right now. Do you think if Michael hadn't have had that sabbatical, even you've said on the air before, you think it was maybe forced behind the scenes for for a gambling issue? Do you think that Jordan could have had eight? Well, he came back. I, I think there's a, the argument, but he came back. People forget that he was there for the second year that the Rockets won a championship, and they lost to the Magic, the Bulls did. So, I mean, he was on the court with a chance to win that one. Now, you can say the reason they lost was because he came back late. But, I mean, that's part of being able to deal with the pressure that comes with being the greatest Jordan walked away for whatever reason because he needed to clear his mind because there's a super secret David Stern gambling uh, gambling punishment that was actually in play there. Uh, we may never know exactly why Jordan decided to go, and maybe the answer is that mentally he was just so beaten down that he had to step away. But Brady didn't do that. Brady hasn't done that. What about you, Dub? How would you uh, assess the greatest of all time when it comes to American team sports? He's the most successful at the most important position in all of sports, and at least in America, the quarterback. That is by far the most influential and most important position in all of sports. And you mentioned Peyton Manning being on the field, how they had their battles through their career. Calvin Johnson, Tom Brady was 30 years old when Calvin Johnson got drafted. Calvin Johnson went and had a Hall of Fame career himself, and then Tom Brady is still yet again playing in the Super Bowl at 43 years old as he's getting honored at midfield. That's a crazy one. I mean, that, that's a great point, that that Brady was already long time in the league when Calvin Johnson came in. And again, I think you have to factor in longevity here. I mean, look at Brady, who threw for 50 touchdowns, the most in the history of the game, for a quarterback to win the Super Bowl. He beat Breeze, Rodgers, and Mahomes back to back to back. And look at the quarterbacks who are of Brady's generation, how all of them have ended up out of the league or drastically drastically below Brady in terms of performance. Manning, who was his most clearly established rival, went to four Super Bowls and has now been retired for five years such that he's being inducted into the Hall of Fame while Brady's winning his seventh Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger looks to be a shell of himself. Eli Manning, who beat uh, Brady twice in the Super Bowl, has retired. Uh, you have um, you have a lot. Uh, Drew Brees, who may well have played his final game against Tom Brady. Philip Rivers retires. All of those guys are younger than Brady, and all of them are now out of the league. And even having a great season like Aaron Rodgers did, he got announced as the MVP on, I guess it was Saturday night during the NFL Honors Award. And yet, even with that going on, you still have Tom Brady standing above all of them. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, Tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down, it's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros. That's HIMS.com slash two pros for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash two pros. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning. It's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. I'll tell you what. I think there are a lot of people out there waking up this morning that would awfully be excited about the idea of the NFL playing their Super Bowl on the Sunday before 
President's Day and nobody has to go to work on President's Day, Amen. which would only require one more week. I've been arguing that for years now. And next year, when they go to 17 regular season games, they basically will be, I believe, bumping the Super Bowl all the way until President's Day weekend. Now, the reality is we're going to be in here regardless because we work holidays during football season. So for those of you out there who have been longtime listeners, always going to be in on Labor Day because usually Labor Day is the opening Monday after college football weekend begins. So there's lots of discussion about football there and everybody's got a lot of pent-up interest and and excitement about it. Uh, We usually work uh, New Year's Day or close to it because of the college football playoff. MLK Day because it's usually right now the Monday after uh, after the divisional round playoff games usually. And now President's Day obviously gonna be uh, in the mix as well. But I do think that that would be a very positive thing that could be uh, that could be respected uh, out there in the universe of uh, of breaking down everything in uh, in terms of the Super Bowl because I know a lot of you eat and drink to excess, and as your alarms are going off this morning, you're rolling over and hitting them and being like, "Oh, like I just saw Jeff Schwartz, who often sits in as a guest host." I just yelled, no way at my alarm, great start to the day. Uh, A lot of people out there feeling that same way. We, by the way, uh, have up a poll question for you. You can all go get involved in the first uh, several minutes already. Let's see, over 3,000 of you have gotten votes in. Who is the greatest American pro sports team athlete of all time? I made it relatively simple for everybody. Uh, Tom Brady. Michael Jordan or other you can pick somebody else inevitably other people have different opinions and uh, with right at 3,000 votes in Brady gets 62 percent of the vote Jordan gets 31 percent of the vote and anyone else right now is getting seven percent of the vote out there overall Um, so we'll monitor those results you can go get your vote in Uh, you can go follow me on Twitter at Clay Travis, uh, easy way to go get your vote in. Again, uh, at Clay Travis, who is the greatest American pro sports team athlete of all time. Uh, that poll question is up and it is easy to find. Uh, for those of you who have not heard this, this is pretty funny. There was a streaker in the fourth quarter during last night's game on the field. And uh, Kevin Harlan, who was calling the game on radio, uh, called the streaker on the field. I believe we have the audio of that. Let's cue it up. Here is the streaker on the field in the fourth down uh, in the fourth quarter. By the way, he got closer to the end zone than the Kansas City Chiefs did. Here it is. Second down, 20, 503 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. (laughs) And the players with hands on hips at the other end of the field are looking at him and shaking their head and saying, why, oh, why? 
is this taking place in a Super Bowl? Uh, that is pretty fantastic from Kevin Harlan. All right. Sick spin move there. Yeah, it was a great uh, – I mean, it was like an athlete. He looked a little bit like Gronk out there running on the field. Speaking of Gronk, uh, incredible bounce back from him from retirement to two touchdown catches in the Super Bowl and now saying he's going to come back again uh, and continue his Hall of Fame career. And frankly, I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit going forward. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers look – like they may well be better next year than they were this year because they're going to have a lot more time to work together. And I think this offense is going to be even more precise and even more impressive next year than it was this year. Who knows how many more years Tom Brady is going to get. Let me tell you this, no guest scheduled for today's program. So here as we roll into the second hour, I'm going to open up the phone lines and let you guys react to this question or anything else in the Super Bowl as well. Is Brady now the greatest team America, American team sport athlete of all time? 877-996-6369. You can weigh in. If you don't want to call in, you can also take the opportunity to go vote in our poll question by just tracking me down at Clay Travis on Twitter. Also, We'll let you weigh in on anything else that stood out to you in the Super Bowl in general. 877-996-6369. A lot of Chiefs fans unhappy with the officiating in the first half. I understand that. However, I think the domination that occurred on the offensive and defensive lines in particular, Patrick Mahomes not being able to be protected, determine the outcome of this game. How about, by the way, Tyreek Hill getting the peace sign, the deuces thrown up in his face, usually getting a penalty for celebration and taunting is not worth it. I think if you watched what happened back in November to the secondary of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that was the best fine and the best penalty that any of them have ever gotten. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. What do you think we're doing? We're breaking down the Super Bowl. Tom Brady makes a claim for the greatest American team sport pro athlete of all time. I think it is down to he and Jordan now as Brady goes out and wins his seventh Super Bowl. Uh, You can go vote. You can also weigh in 877-996-6369 on anything surrounding the Super Bowl in general. I thought my favorite uh, Super Bowl commercial, by the way, I'm curious what everybody else thinks. Uh, Mine was the Shaggy Cheetos commercial, I think, with Ashton Kutcher and Mina Kulis and Shaggy, the It Wasn't Me uh, famous song that was popular, what, right around the 96, 97-ish? Is that right? Like uh, maybe 95 that that song's about 25 years old. Uh, that would be be my, uh, my top draft pick. What about you, Danny G? What do you think was the best commercial? I like the lemons falling from the sky and destroying everything. I think that was a Bud Light seltzer. Okay. What about you, Dub? Any favorite? I like the uh, Michael B. Jordan Alexa commercial. Yeah, I I'd seen funny. that one already, uh, but that is a very funny ad, um, the new uh, the new Alexa ad. I, did, did that start running on regular television, or had I seen – I feel like I had seen that already. A lot of these obviously get released early now on youtube and whatnot so i had seen that one already but it is a uh, very very solid pick what about you eddie 
Well, I like I, Will Ferrell cracks me up, so I like the Will Ferrell electric car commercial. Yes. I think it was yes. for GM, maybe. Yeah, I think that's right. We're coming for you, Norway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was great. Uh, by the way, uh, Roberto is not in. I don't know that Roberto is aware of this, but when you work in sports, you don't get to just take Super Bowl Sunday off and not come in on Monday. So Chris is in for uh, Roberto. Chris, thank you for sitting in for Roberto, who completely is mailing it in by not working on on Super Bowl. This is literally the most listened to day in sports talk radio all year. And Roberto's like, yeah, I'm not coming in. Chris, what was your favorite commercial? Mm, I'm not a fan of commercials in general. Uh, I think the one that stuck with me, I like the Michael B. Jordan one a lot, too. Yeah, I, I'm trying especially to the part where he was shirtless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there, was the, there was the Wayne's World one, and I, I liked that movie as a kid. So I Back feel like that's got to be. That's that was gotta, good. That was Uber Eats. Was that Uber Eats? Yeah. I had completely forgotten what actual company it was for. The Reddit one was good, too. There was like five seconds where Reddit had an ad. Did anybody see the Robin Hood ad? They were supposed to run an ad. Did that actually? I did. It, it did that, run. Yeah. Okay, they did run it. Um, uh, I thought that was interesting. I'm also curious. Again, we're opening up phone lines, 877-996-6369. I feel like a lot of people gambled on the Super Bowl, as always is the case. But there are way more states now that you could gamble on the Super Bowl in. If you're in Michigan or you're in Virginia or you're in Tennessee, for instance, all three of those states, first ever Super Bowl that you've been able to gamble on uh, legally. But there were a lot of them. By the way, let me update you on the poll results here. Who is the greatest American pro sports team athlete of all time? Okay, team athlete. Doesn't include Tiger Woods. Doesn't include Serena. Doesn't include Federer, Nadal, Michael Phelps. None of those guys. Uh, Nearly, let's see, over 7,000 of you have voted in the first uh, half hour. 62% of you are saying Tom Brady. 32% of you are saying Michael Jordan. 6% of you are saying someone else. Uh, Let's go to the phone lines, 877-996-6369. You can weigh in on anything Super Bowl related. We're not going to have a single guest. Your calls, our reactions, that's it for Super Bowl Monday here on OutKick. Uh, OutKick VIP line is up first. You can go sign up and become an OutKick VIP. If you go to OutKick.com slash VIP, it's easy to do. If you love this show, if you love what we're doing with the website and with OutKick in general, best thing you can do to support us is be a VIP. Uh, who's up first on that line, Danny G? Shane in New York. Shane, what'd you think of the Super Bowl? Clay, before I unpack the call, two quick GOAT stats to add to your arsenal. Um, Brady, 14 conference title games since the merger in 1970. America's team, the Cowboys, 13. And playoff TD passes, Brady, 84. Second place, Montana, 45. That's amazing. That's a pretty incredible stat. He's almost doubled the second best for playoff TD passes. That's a, that's an amazing stat. And just to also just to add to what you said, what a great job at the NFL navigating an epic season highlighted by the 30,000 cutoffs in the stadium. Really made for a great viewing experience. And pretty funny also, 
you can see people on um, the Corona Bros were added on the social media so drunk last night. They were actually saying, oh, there's a lot more fans than 25,000 <laughs> <Yeah>. in there. <laughs> they, they got fooled by the cardboard cutouts, which is really funny. And also, I mean, there. this goes to my point about did they not realize there were fans present in almost every game in the NFL down the stretch run of the season? Uh, this goes to my point. I think the answer is they did not because – you get, I don't know what the final number will be, but let's say 100 million people watch this game. You get 55 million people who didn't watch the NFC or the AFC championship game who suddenly show up and watch this one instead. So that in and of itself is uh, is, is pretty crazy. Uh, all right, uh, what else you got for me? Yeah, man, despite you picking uh, Kansas City, Clay, and props to Danny G for the only guy in your, uh, your uh, organization there picking the, my bucks, um, I, I do want to applaud you for all the Brady love you've shown the past uh, couple of weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. You, you really couldn't make up what he just accomplished. I mean, I'm a Bucks fan. My parents moved to Tampa in '96, and um, you know I can tell you firsthand that organization has been a complete dumpster fire since they came into the league in the '76 expansion, except for the five-year run when Dungy and, and Gruden put together that you know, great um, little five-year run from 98 to 2002. And, and even then, it took an epic defense. Three Hall of Famers now in that 2002 defense. I think Ronde Barber eventually gets in, which will end up being four. Um, but uh, listen, again, you can't make it up. 43 years old, new team, losing culture, no offseason, 100-year pandemic, wild card run, 50 TDs, 5,000 yards, 65% completion, to win his seventh ring. And, yeah, like you tweeted last night, I think the argument's over. Greatest professional athlete, a sports athlete of all time. And you could also, you could also argue what he did would be like Jordan when he was 38, 39, or 40, winning an NBA title with the Wizards. Yeah. Just incredible. I'm speechless. Go Bucks. Good call. Uh, 877-996-6369. Who's up next, Dub? We got Ryan in San Jose. Ryan, what you got for me? Hey, what's up, Clay? As a Raider fan watching that, it was bittersweet, man. But I just like to I just like to say shout out to the Tampa Bay coaching staff. I, I Bruce Arians, I believe Todd Bowles gets needs more credit for that defense. He, thanks for the call. He did a phenomenal job. I mean, nobody. Nobody has beaten down the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the stat, by the way, Todd Furman uh, texted me this last night because I was we were talking on our text chain about it. It was sixty to one that if you would bet that the Kansas City Chiefs were not going to score a single touchdown in this game, you would have gotten paid off sixty to one on that. I mean, and they didn't even really get close. Uh, I think if I remember correctly, two passes into the end zone. One was intercepted. That was late, kind of in garbage time. But the other one was, if I remember correctly, I guess maybe there were three. Uh, Mahomes made an incredible play, threw it, you know, like kind of across his whole body. He made a lot of those throws. And it hit the guy right in the helmet uh, at near the goal line. And then Tyreek Hill, early in the game, he missed him, flushed out left, threw it up, and it kind of hit Tyreek Hill in the helmet then too. Uh, he and Kelsey had ended up running basically the same route, and uh, it would have been a difficult catch, but I imagine one that Tyreek Hill would think that he should make. Uh, but really, the the Chiefs never had a drive where you thought, hey, 
they're doing uh, they're on a roll at this point and I think that's a credit to Todd Bowles and really the dominance that the uh, front four in particular of that Tampa Bay Buccaneer uh, defensive line did to the Kansas City Chief offensive line. I mean, you talk about Shaq Barrett, JPP, uh, and uh, and 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 crew on the edge of both of those, uh, both of those, and Vita Vey uh, right up the middle, blowing up the 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 line of scrimmage a lot. That's a really talented front four for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they sacked Aaron Rodgers five times. I think they only sacked Mahomes twice, but they had him running for his life. Uh, a less mobile quarterback would have really taken it on the chin a lot more. Who's up next, Dub? We got Eduardo in Missouri. Eduardo, fire away. Hey, I'd like to make a comment on why Brady is the best athlete in American sports history. And the reason why is because in the NFL, we only get one shot in the playoffs and then one shot in the Super Bowl to win it all. In the NBA and uh, MLB, you, you get like seven tries, the best out of four. And, yeah. you, know, that's just, you know, that just ends it all, you know. This is coming from a diehard Raider fan. You know, I have much respect for Brady right now. Thanks for the call. I don't know what was going on in the background there. Was he calling at work? That's what it Must sounded like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big time employee there. Uh, I gotta say, uh, at least he went the day after Super Bowl. That's true. Unlike uh, unlike Roberto, is there a general consensus? Let's let's pause here for a moment. Should Roberto be allowed to call in sick on uh, the day after the Super Bowl? Well, he didn't call in sick. He pre-planned it because he loves to drink during the Super Bowl. Yeah, I understand, but so do a lot of other people. And if you are, this, I mean, what's the equivalent of Roberto calling in sick on the Monday after the Super Bowl for other people's professions? This is the number one most listened to show of the entire year on average if you are in our industry of sports talk radio. So what other professions would that be? The, what is the equivalent of Roberto calling in sick here? Well, Clay, my wife is a teacher and I know that for those employees they have to have a doctor's note to be able to call in sick uh the day after the super bowl or they will because be so many people who are teachers will otherwise not show up correct right it would be all substitute teachers that day otherwise yeah right i mean i get it i understand people being like hey i want to drink i want to eat to excess and i want to sleep in trust me when my alarm goes off at 4 30 in the morning i definitely think what am i doing with my life uh, on a regular basis but you can't miss the Monday after the Super Bowl. I'm just trying to think, of, is there any other profession where one day is, I mean, you could say maybe like if you're a tax guy, but you know, it's not like most people get their tax returns filled out on the day of the tax return, right? Yeah. You're thinking like if Wolf Blitzer took the day off at, right after the election. Or election night. Yeah, election yeah, that's night. a good point. Go. Yeah, like if Wolf Blitzer were like, hey, you know what? I just want to kick back and watch the results come in, have a few beers. I'm not going to go to CNN on election night. People would be like, hey, Wolf, you know, like, yeah, it might be more fun to kick your feet up and just have a couple of beers, get drunk and watch the election results come in. But you have to be there. I'm not even sure that there's hardly, and it's a good analogy, but I'm not even sure that there's hardly any other professions where one day looms this large. I mean, you could say Santa Claus. If Santa just decides, hey, I'm going to take off Christmas Eve, I, you know, it's cold out there, 
a little bit nippy. I'd just rather stay at home. Nice roaring fire with Mrs. Claus. You'd probably think that Santa maybe didn't deserve to be Santa anymore. Another analogy. I mean, yeah, this is a this is an intriguing move. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Dub, who's up next? We got Chris in Florida. Chris, fire away. Yes. Hey, uh, I'm um, I'm a Florida fan, and you know, even though I wasn't born in this country, I always thought the Florida team was some of the best teams around. But now the question about who's the best athletes, you know, from from many years sport team basically in the U.S. history, I think I call it even with Michael Jordan because the man accomplished so much and with so much adversity. And it's, it's a tough season for those basketball players, especially when they make a run to, you know, to the playoffs and the championship. As far as Brady goes, same thing. I was never a fan because I was a Dolphin fan, of course, always beating up on the Dolphins. But I got to say, the guy is a good athlete. And now that he's in Tampa, I'm hoping he's going to win a second one. So I, for those two reasons, I think I'm going to call it even. Uh, it's tough, but you cannot put Michael Jordan on the side. The man accomplished a lot. And, you know, there's other athletes, but none of them come close to these two. So that, that's my opinion, really. Thank you for the call. I got to say, I wonder how many different fan bases out there watched the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hoist the Lombardi Trophy and thought, boy, I wish my team had made a run after Brady. That could have been us. Right? Because I'll give you an example. In my backyard, the Tennessee Titans. Now, the Titans had an awful defense, so I'm not sure it would have mattered. But they chose to give $100 million to Ryan Tannehill. Maybe before this season started, you could have thought, oh, Brady's only got a couple of years left. But he certainly looks like he's going to play next year and beyond that. Chris just mentioned he was a Miami Dolphin fan. What if the Dolphins had, instead of drafting Tua, what if they had made the decision to go all in on Brady? would they potentially have been in better position? There's a lot of teams out there that I think it's an intriguing question. Let me give you another one. What if instead of signing Dak Prescott, the Dallas Cowboys had decided to sign Tom Brady? I think they definitely would have won the NFC East. I know Dak got injured, but what would have happened for the Cowboys if they had gone with Brady instead of signing Dak Prescott under the franchise tag? What about the Indianapolis Colts? What if the Colts had gone after Brady instead of signing Phillip Rivers? What if the Bears had decided to go with Brady instead of trying to go with a combo of Mitch Trubisky and Glennon? What if, I mean, I'm just tossing this out there. What if instead of the Carolina Panthers giving Teddy Bridgewater $20 million plus, they had decided to aggressively pursue Tom Brady instead? How about the San Francisco 49ers? You know, I know you had an injured Jimmy Garoppolo, but what if they had made the decision to move on from Jimmy G? There are a lot of teams out there that I think can be sitting around 
and breaking everything down from this perspective. Could Brady have put their team on his back and carried them into the Super Bowl with eight straight wins and a Lombardi trophy as well? I think there are a lot of fan bases all over this country asking that question this morning as they are waking up. 877-996-6369. We will take your calls. Danny G, you got a good one from uh, from one of our listeners out there who is a pastor. <laughs> yeah, he said that Roberto, Eric Brown shouts to him. He tweeted, Roberto is like a pastor missing Easter. That's a good one. That's a good one. If you if you miss Easter Sunday and you are a minister, you are out there uh, in the up in the pulpit. Imagine if you got there and there was a stand in and uh, been like, what's going on? Well, the past it was a big Easter weekend for your pastor and he couldn't be there for Easter service or Easter is a good one. Also, Christmas Eve service, too. Right. I mean, a lot of people out there go in for Christmas Eve uh, service also would be really interesting if your pastor skipped either of those uh it's not a good look for the pastor roberto sleeping right now oblivious to the fact that his entire work ethic is being torn to shreds uh live on the show here this is outkick the coverage with clay travis Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. 
Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. There is Shaggy, one of the stars of the commercials from the Super Bowl. From the year 2000, by the way. That was when It Wasn't Me came out? 2000. Yeah. You're trying uh, to make Shaggy older than he is. Yeah, I thought, well, it was still 20 years <laughs> ago. I thought maybe it was the late 90s. Uh, it does have that late 90s feel to it. We are here with the Farmers Outkick Studios. You can call one farmers to switch, and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. It is kind of funny, by the way, the number of... Guys who were, uh, you know, I would say what? Incredibly on the cutting edge as musicians who will just totally sell out for enough money. Like tag team with the great uh, Scoop commercial. Scoop, there it is. Well, they were never exactly underground hip hop. Uh, but still, they were, they made a ton of money back Off of in the day. Jock Jam CDs. You know? I don't know <laughs> that you would have anticipated that they were going to be that big of sellouts. And Shaggy. Uh, I mean, Snoop with the all of the. I don't even know what Snoop with. What's he with? Like a uh, beer? Isn't he with uh, Corona? Corona? Like all these guys selling out is uh, is is pretty funny to see. I'd love to know what you get paid. Like, what does Matthew McConaughey make to be in that Doritos commercial? To be a pancake? Yeah. And what does um, you know, uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mina Mila Kunis? make to be in the Cheetos commercial. And how often do you think Mila Kunis has actually eaten Cheetos in her entire life? Like, I'm not buying Mila Kunis as a diehard Cheeto person. Uh, by the way, what did you guys think of the the weekend? I thought that was a disaster. I, 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 I don't usually get, like, motion sickness, but the part where he was backstage and the cameras were just spinning around and, I mean, it was almost impossible to watch. Well, he's got a hell of a voice and I, I was happy to see him singing live. Um, the thing that got me was I read that he spent $7 million of his own dollars to amp up that production. I don't know how that's possible based on what I saw. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know... Uh, how anybody could watch that and not get motion sick as soon as he was back in the uh, in the background. I was reading the Foo Fighters have tried to get selected to be the Super Bowl halftime act for a long time. How have the Foo Fighters not been selected? I think Dave Grohl and company have a new album coming out uh, Friday, I think it did. How in the world have they not been the choice to perform at the Super Bowl yet? Seems like a very, very easy call to make. I might make the choice to have them perform at the L.A. Super Bowl this coming next Super Bowl because Dave Grohl lives in L.A. Uh, and the Foo Fighters are pretty decently connected, I think, with the state of California, aren't they? I mean, I know there will be pressure to try to find the best possible uh, California people. 
So maybe you'll end up with Dr. Dre and Snoop for all we know, uh, which would also be pretty cool. But I think the Foo Fighters would be an incredible choice for the L.A. Super Bowl. If I were giving Roger Goodell some uh, some suggestions, sometimes they try to pick people who are particularly affiliated with with areas of the country. Like last year, made a lot of sense to have J Lo at Miami. Like I think that was kind of a perfect choice. Uh, and Shakira as well. Didn't they have the duo? I mean, that was a pretty awesome performance uh, last year from J Lo and Shakira. Uh, by the way, let me go ahead and uh, get an update from uh, Eddie Garcia. Phone lines are open, 877-996-6369. We, of course, uh, are breaking down and reacting to the Super Bowl. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. couple of additional uh, breakdown points here. Brady's 19-year span between championships he won his first in 2001 his most recent now in the 2020 season it's a north american sports record not far off now from jack nicholas's golf record of 24 years between majors Uh, jack nicholas did it in 1962 and then again in 1986 Uh, brady is the first nfl player ever to win championships in three different decades. Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, Yogi Berra, and Jim Palmer did it in baseball. Uh, Andre Richard in hockey. And if his name is pronounced Henry Richard, I apologize. No, you hit it. You nailed it. Did I nail it? You did. Good job. That's what my uh, that's what French, uh, French class back in the day uh, gives me uh, credit. And Pele uh, did it in soccer, which was, uh, which was pretty impressive. Um, all right, so uh, a lot of different angles out there. We're giving Roberto some grief because how many years is this in a row he hasn't been here for the Super Bowl, by the way? Uh, the Monday after the Super Bowl. It's not the first time. He's a really hard worker, but when it comes to drinking and big events, this has been a couple of years in a row that he's been missing the day after the big game. By the way, so, by the way Chris, did you say he's out two days? Yeah, I'm in tomorrow. Oh, my God, well. how much drinking is he <laughs> what, doing? Two days, <laughs> yeah. Good Lord, it's is a he in a, a coma? I, <laughs> I almost feel like we should just keep calling him. Do you think he left his phone on? I don't know. And, like, I'm assuming that that's what – Eddie, did he tell you it was because of the big game? Because he told me that last year when he missed the day after. On Friday, he just told me, hey, I'm out Monday and Tuesday. That's all he said. I didn't know he was out until I saw Chris. <laughs> okay. I didn't I, know he was out until I saw the ads, you know, I, this morning when I woke yeah, up and yeah. saw the list. All I know is that I got a call from my boss asking me to cover a Monday overnight. I, I said yes, hung up the phone, then realized it was Super Bowl Sunday, kind of after the fact. I'm like, oh, okay. So you wouldn't have done it otherwise? Uh, I would have still done it. I'm not one to say no to these kind of things, especially since my job beyond the weekends is to fill in. Yeah. But uh, it, it just struck me odd that it's like, this is the Super Bowl Monday and Roberto's not here. So your thought would be that the day that you have to be at your job is the most listened to day of all radio days. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I used to be a carpenter. I, I really like when, when we had to get stuff delivered, we had to be there and deliver it. So I was always there to deliver. Yeah, there you go. Because you take your job seriously. Dub, we had a, uh, a pastor who called in and couldn't stay with us, but he was talking about uh, Roberto being out. No, oh, this was unbelievable. This guy's a pastor from South Carolina, and he told me, Three years ago, he got offered tickets for Sunday at the Masters, which is 
maybe the hottest oh, ticket is it this Sunday of, of Easter? It was Easter Sunday, <laughs> Sunday at the Masters. He said it was the most tempted he's ever been to call in sick for his job. And like we mentioned earlier, that may be comparable to Roberto here. Sunday, Easter for a pastor. It was a test of his faith. <laughs> it was a test of his faith. I mean, that's strong right there. I feel, is, like, I feel like God would have understood that. I actually would have been okay if he had said, if he had said, hey, look, here's the deal. We're going to have Easter service a week early because I got offered Sunday at the Masters tickets. I think most people in the congregation would have accepted it. Oh, don't, I totally don't you agree. think? I mean, and maybe uh, not the golfers in the congregation. They uh, would the have golfers been jealous. in the congregation weren't going to be there anyway. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they got Good the point. Masters to watch. That's a tough combo that they overlap with Easter. That is that's uh, that's actually corner. really funny. Uh, all right, so we still have a lot of people who want to weigh in eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. But let's go ahead and take a break here. Uh, and I got to do a read. I got to figure out what I got to read. Uh, but as we go to break, you can call in. Dub will get you lined up. That is a great. Uh, that is a great uh, scenario there from Dub. Uh, Roberto out. By the way, can we talk about the way that that Dub is Dub showing off with the way he pronounces Roberto? <laughs> what do you say? Mean? Say his name. Roberto. No, you no, didn't. That's no, not no, how no. I usually say. Do, it. do you? Does what everyone hold it? Take Dub out of the R's? equation. Did you roll the R's? Yeah, like we have the tape. Can you go back and pull the tape? I could play it when we come back All right. from the break. I think that Dub is really trying to show off with the way that he produ- he's trying too hard. Do you know what I'm talking about, Eddie? It's like when uh, a as, news anchor. As a Garcia, I'm going to be very yeah. offended if well, I hear this. Well, oh, I mean, no. I'm just saying the Dub may be culturally appropriating to try to sound like he has got some uh, some Spanish background here. Well, I am from San Antonio. Well, you go, okay, there you go. There you go. You're trying. You're a gringo. And you're trying, you know a you're trying to water? sell trying to sell Latin flavor when it, it's really not there. We're going to play the tape for you when we come back. Roberto called in sick. I've been meaning to call Dub on this for a while. He's aggressively saying Roberto's name as if he was born in, uh, in Mexico City. I'm just going to call him out here. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.